Welcome to podcast 125 out of five star potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Dave and on this week's pod we'll have the usual save updates and we'll have a chat about captains. But before we do that, let's go and see who I'm joined by this week. Joe, how's it going, man? Hello, mate. Good to have you back. It's good to be back. Lovely little uh, lovely little line there that you used to use. Uh, Herb, how's it going? Very well, man. How are you? Very good. I like your cap as well. Thanks. Inspired by someone. Well, who's it inspired by? Dupe? Is it, was it inspired by you? I'm never taking inspiration from Dupe. Yeah. Hello, Dupe. Dave, it's great to have you back, my man. And it's nice Thanks, that the topic is about captains, where you've just spent 11 days in the captain's quarters. Uh, yeah. Mm. Spoilers. 11. Spoilers. It's, it's a boat joke. They're only yeah. going to get well, worse, because I'm a massive... Yeah. That's over. I hope you haven't used that loads on previous podcasts. Use what? That's post-editing. Oh, of course. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Give away the Obviously. fucking secrets, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, the Kurt Dog. Kurt, he has it going, man. All right. Are we going to talk about your cruise? Is that, are we going to cover that in the pod today? I mean, we can, but there's not there's not a lot to talk about, to be honest. Come on. A general holiday, isn't it? Five-star five star cruise. To be honest, I just want to hear... I mean, you've been trapped on a boat with a load of semen, so let us know. <laughs> Talk to me. I mean, I, this is right up my street, mate. So Have you got two boat puns in already? Well, I thought he was on holiday with Tony Cruise. Oh, I thought it was oh, Tom Cruise. No, oh, no. What, uh, what, Not what the activities Tom were available on the cruise? Um, I mean... Sounds like sounds like it was really good fun, <laughs> to be fair. Well, there was, but to be honest, I was actually ill at the end of the holiday, uh, and I resorted to bed and football manager. So sounds, sort of sounds like a perfect it. holiday. No, there was uh, there was bars, obviously. Uh, so I was able to watch one or two football matches whilst I was there. There was a theatre. Uh, there must uh, have been so some watched... like live entertainment of some description. Yeah, yeah, innit? it. There was like a theatre thing. So there was like Cirque du Soleil. There was like live singing all the time and just stuff like that. Any favourites? And... Anyone you want to give a shout out to? Any um. I would shout my waiter, but I don't know what his name was. Um, my waiter? Well, you mean your butler in your private quarters? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know anyone else's name, to be honest. So it was, that was memorable. Mad, the barman looked like Jetro Willems of Newcastle. Um, but that's about it, to be honest. Maybe he Might was. Yeah. yeah. Probably was him. Mm. Even a breather yeah. for FA Cup week. That's it. So. It was FA Cup week as well. So. Holiday of a lifetime um, then. Tremendous. Yeah, it was. It was one of those. It was, yeah. Let's move on. This is why I didn't want to talk about it because it made makes it sound like a waste of time. And it really wasn't. It was. Anyway, <laughs> all I did was eat because it was obviously buffet food and drink because there was a drinks package. You drink whatever you want and eat whatever you want. That's all I did. So. Sounds like my weekends. Yeah. Let's move on to the save updates anyway. Uh, Curti, you were playing football manager before we started the pod. What, what have you been up to over the last week or so? Uh, I have I've streamed a couple of times as well this week, which is uh, unusual. Uh, but just been playing all the shot to be honest. So coming to the end of season two, pretty comfortable. I think we're like eight points clear with five or six games left to play. Uh, we did miss out on a chance at Wembley. Just lost in the FA Trophy semi-finals against Yeovil. Bit unfortunate, but um, just had a potential golden generation as well which is uh, which is cool because obviously last year had my golden generation and they they turned out to be the kind of the the icons of of the entire save so uh, we might have a, a new batch coming through this year which is quite exciting i don't think there i mean there's no one in the uh, in the same class as daniel lecce or anyone like that but you know they'll be decent in their own right i'm sure so yeah so just been playing the all shot save um uh, Getting closer to getting that new job, which will mean hopefully a new network save with Herb in the not yeah. too distant future. Uh, and uh, yeah, just sort of plugging away, really. Okay. Mm. Golden Generation. Yeah. Obviously, uh, massive thing in Football Manager. Uh, the kids bringing them through. Um, I had three of them in a row at 1860. Um, but out of all of those players in that Golden Generation, um, how many times did you have to save and reload to get it? Brilliant. <laughs> now, which one's your favourite? Tell us your highlight. 
Uh, I don't. I, I can't remember any of their names. So uh, I mean, you are literally the best manager in the world. Yeah. I like the ruthlessness. Until you start scoring goals, I don't care what your fucking name the, is. The only, the only, uh, the the only one that sticks out in my head right now is the the sixteen year old who has a full goatee. So, um, is that how, is that how you like your young boys? Her bad one when it came out the womb. <laughs> Have you seen pictures of her without a beard? Yes. Yeah, and it's scary. Oh, it scares I me like a lot. It. You look older. I think he looks older. Without a beard? Yeah, I actually do. It's weird. Really? That is weird. He looks yeah, less he homeless look, look... without a beard. Yeah. <laughs> what do you um? What do you think of the the youth intake screen? Because you get it like a month before now without the players. And then I think it just kills all the excitement, though, doesn't it? There's like yeah. really nothing to write home about this youth intake. It's like, well, I'm not going to give a shit about it when it comes out in a month, am I? It's, it's, uh, it's I think I prefer the old style. It's almost like when you uh, when you're a kid or, or Dave, you this year, um, when uh, <laughs> when you're kind of rooting around and you find all your Christmas presents like in November and they're not wrapped, you know, um, before they get sent to Father Christmas, uh, and it just wrecks that whole. You know what you're getting. You know what? I, don't, I love the surprise. I love that kind of thrill that you get, and you're like, oh, it's, it actually is a golden generation, and all that, you know. I don't like surprises. But I guess it makes it harder to, to kind of cheat it out there, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose. People used to, like, refresh on youth intakes, didn't they? <laughs> That's People. a good point, actually. You, you, you mentioning the save and reload, presumably it's kind of... Random, isn't it? Well, it, but it, you've already had the, you've already had the mm. pre-warning, so um, when you actually get to that youth intake day... It's. I don't know if it's locked in or anything like that, but like presumably it's kind of. It's almost set what you're going to be getting, right? Oh yeah, and, and I think yeah. that's probably one of the big things. I mean, not why it's done, but I think it's one of the big bonuses about it. Like that, um, that pre, um, you know, that pre youth intake screen is a. It doesn't come at a allotted time every year, so the fact that. You have to kind of you, you can't save and reload it. You can't once that that screen's out, that sends semi locked in. Does yeah, that kill the uh, does that kill the people that try and save and reload to get a, a son in the game and stuff like that? I don't know, but let me tell you now, if I was doing eighteen sixty I wouldn't get three in a row. I'm, jo I'm joking. I'm joking, by the way. That was all done live on stream. Okay, nobody found the evidence. Um yes, I guess it would. I guess you wouldn't be able to get your son. Rip. Is anyone? None of us have had a son in game. I've had two. Oh, no, no, no. no. I thought we meant kids in general. No. Yeah, yeah. I thought that'd be a strange yeah. question for a football manager podcast, but I went with it. Oh, we talked about the cruise. <laughs> we <might as> well <laughs> yeah, <talk about> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got a christening in a couple of months. We're all welcome. Feel free. Turn up. We've already spoke about that. Gifts are are, are compulsory. <laughs> compulsory. Uh, dude, let's move on to you. What you been up to on football manager? Um, I've uh, I've played some of the Moneyball uh, a lot this weekend. Uh, I've had a couple of days off, so I've done some morning streams as well. I did some Dirty Leads Friday morning, Dirty Leads this morning, which we're recording on Saturday. There's a little peek behind the curtains. Uh, and I'm getting live tomorrow morning with Dirty Leads. Do you know, I really enjoy these morning streams. Um, you know, you just gradually wake up and, you know, I just picture everybody in their dressing gowns whilst they watch me. So it's, it's just nice. Um, Leeds is quite fun. We had a transfer uh, special where we lost Haaland to ninety million to, to Real Madrid. Um, it was a it was a minimum lease clause that he had in his contract, and I had nothing I could do. So I bought some more players in. I spent fifty four million on a eighteen year old. I think he's Serbian um, deep line playmaker. Because when you lose your best striker. The best thing to do is spend a shed load of money on a deep line playmaker. But um, honest to God, he looks absolutely gorgeous. He's Belgium. He's not. Um, he's not from Serbia. Uh, I don't know where that comes from. But no, he is a very good player, and I think in turn I will earn a lot more money off of that guy. Um, however, he's played three games for me, and he's been banned for three games um, because he tried to snap somebody's leg. Um, a Bamiyang style so that's been quite tough um, yeah we've enjoyed it I mean we're struggling we are struggling with Leeds since Haaland's left we we are struggling to win games but uh, we seem to beat the big teams and lose against the easier teams um, so we're kind of doing a social right now 
But the aim is just to get top top 10 and then we go again. Uh, the Swindon save, the Moneyball save. We've kind of got to the end of preseason now. All the transfers are pretty much signed, sealed and delivered. The squad's been assessed. We've got rid of players that we're not going to use. And my 25-man squad is there. It's locked in. And uh, I think potentially probably Monday night when this comes out, we will be uh, starting the actual season. Uh, and I'm praying to God that this goes well because the um, the chairman, when we first took the job um, in the pre kind of the pre uh, interview, not the interview, the conversation when you meet the board, he stated that he didn't really expect a lot. And I think that might be a slight issue because it was last season that we had that conversation and the season was over. He's now come out saying that he wants playoffs at least. Um, and if we don't get playoffs, basically the job's going to be uh, not available for me. So I've put quite a bit of work in. Uh, it might be that come a couple of weeks that me and Joe are going to a different ground, recording a different intro <laughs> of Moneyball, <laughs> and we start again. <laughs> Hashtag we go again. Um, but no, it's um, it's tough. It's been a slow start. It's it's just collecting data, putting in a spreadsheet. Um, and it's been tough to stream, to be honest, because it's you're just concentrating, and you, like, there's so many. Like Football Manager, normally it's quite an easy game to stream because you chat, you kind of keep one eye on the action. But when you are like comparing two players down to the the percentages of how many times their shots have gone on target, or the percentages of um, if they've if they've got a fifty percent tackle completion ratio, but fifty percent, uh, fifty of those are key tackles. It's better than somebody that's got, you know. And th it's just so difficult to do. But you know, we're getting there. We're getting there, and it's it's good fun. I'm not gonna lie. Do you have to do any sort of like admin during the season? Like, obviously you've done all that sort of stuff for signing players and so on. But like during the season, what sort of thing do you have to do other than actually? So what we'll do is we're going to have to keep keep our eye on everybody, see how everybody's getting on um, around us, because obviously we've got a big task now of going up. But we've got to start collating the data that we want and highlighting the players that we want for next season, whether we are preparing for a failed playoff or whether we're just outside the playoff and maybe get to keep our job. Um, but it's going to be the fact that we've just got to keep on our toes with everybody. We'll get to the end of the season. And when you know the only way that we can really work out who we want is the stats from the last season. So we can't put any work in scouting these players, going to watch them. So we need to kind of get these players on our side to get them in as cheap as possible and do, you know, do the magic of, of getting them in. But um, it's not going to be a sit down and just play through the games and, and, and chill. It's, it's, it's going to be on my toes, I think. It sounds like you've got enough to, uh, to keep moving anyway. Um, Herb. Hello. What are you saying? Uh, I've been playing loads of football manager, haven't I? Um, I'll start. I'll start with the good, and then we'll we'll gloss over the bad. Uh, so Newcastle uh, director football challenge out on the YouTube's going well. Seems to be going very very well. I'm enjoying that save. Got a nice little five at the back going. We managed to get a decent director of football. He brought in some good players. We got uh, Aya from um, Celtic, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm tempted to put him in as a libero after. Curtie was waxing lyrical about the position to give that a go. So all is going well at the moment. And actually, Ashley is out. So we've had a takeover, but it was one of those just takeovers where not loads of money came in. So, um, yeah, so oh. Ashley's gone. Every time I do a director football challenge on YouTube, the uh, directors get fired in the end. So that one's going well. Stream-wise, we'll be doing the European Journeyman where um, we, we have changed club a few times in a week, which has uh, been a lot of fun. <laughs> We weren't fired. We uh, resigned from all of them. But we have settled on um, a club in the Swedish third tier. So we, we literally did get we did get pretty much fired. So we were in um, Sweden. We did two seasons in Sweden. End of the second season, we were supposed to get promoted. So we decided to resign because we weren't going to get promoted. Went to Slovakia for half a season with a team that were already in a relegation uh, battle. We had 12 games to try and get them out. Didn't get him out. Uh, then we went to the Swedish fourth tier, back to where we started in another relegation battle. Had, I think it was something like eight games to save them. Didn't save them. Um, and and then resigned with three games to go of that season. And then managed to jump almost, I think it was about two weeks. We were out, we were unemployed. Jumped into a, into a role in the Swedish third tier, 
with another team that was teetering on the edge of being relegated. So we had four games, I think it was, to try and beat the the uh, our closest rival. We were both on 30 points. We managed to do it, two wins, two draws. And uh, and now we've started our first full season in the Swedish third tier. So that's going well, actually. Last stream was Thursday night, I think it was. Uh, and we played the first seven games. I think we were joint top of the table by the end of it. Um, with a club that was expected to fight bravely against relegation, so so far so good. But it was um, it was pretty painful. A flip a flip from dupes stream where you have to concentrate concentrate quite a lot. I had I think the majority of the streams I had this week were me sat unemployed, holidaying, looking for a job, which was fun. What the fuck is going on with this European journeyman? <laughs> like. I mean, you say so far, I am so good. It just—it feels like a showcase for just how bad a manager you are. Like inadequacy. I mean, you're you're just filling time until we start our new network save. Right? This is what it is. I, I mean, come, come no, on. The this idea. Is, this was, has been a disaster so far. You say that, but then journeyman's are supposed to be tough. Like you know the what was it the, the enjoying why, the lows but why are you for the highs for like shit? half an hour a piece. Because when you're that low down, I had no badges that you can only get jobs with clubs that have fired their manager. You Essentially, you become I, I, I a Swedish Sam I understand that you Amadeus. start at the bottom, but why are you flip-flopping between Slovakia, Sweden, 4th Division, 3rd Division, 8th like you, you, you go division. where the jobs are. Man, man needs work. Got to pay the bills, haven't I? Have you had three this week, though? Like, have, yeah, no, why haven't you really stayed bad. at a club? Because you, the only jobs you have available, so you end up holidaying through, you, you become Sam Allardyce. I've, I'm the Swedish Sam Allardyce. So you could only get jobs where people have fired their managers. They're in a relegation battle, and you need to try and save them. So the morale is like in the toilet. But why are you leaving? But why are you resigning from clubs? <laughs> oh, the first one was because um, they were going to fire me, but they were just waiting for my contract to run down. So I resigned. The second one, they wanted to stay up, but they were going to get relegated, which would kick the team out of the game because it'd be the lowest league. So then I would get fired anyway. So I just resigned early to go and look for another job. Sorry, sorry. So they were they wanted to go up, but you were. In a relegation battle. <laughs> no, the first team. Come on, there's only four teams to keep track Mate, of, you, guys. It's not no, that hard. You've got 84 <laughs> teams so far. This is really hard to keep track of. Hey, I'm glad I'm I don't now. watch your streams. I know. Oh, why would you? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You don't want to watch. Last time you watched, I uh, destroyed you. Yep. I want to just say one thing. Anybody that jumps ships and resigns before you get pushed is a pussy. And they're right, okay. Oh. And that right, I don't know why you got to bring up the past. Because you're taking. I'm just. Speak, I'm just sticking up for my mate Herb. Yeah, you're done. There you go, Herb. <laughs> I've sorted it. Thanks. But yeah, so um, take on someone your own size. It's not, it's not been a disaster. It's been fun. People, people calling for it. I said I'll look for jobs off stream. We'll come back. We'll stream when we've got a team. And they were like, no, we want to watch you try. We want to watch you be homeless and unemployed. <laughs> oh. It's on brand, if anything. That's, Let's that's go. fair. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's going all right. But then, um, it's going yeah, all we'll right. Going on. It's, it's going all right now. We're in the Swedish third tier. We've won our first. We're with joint top of the league. See, this is why I can't stop it until I win something now. Um, but yeah. But then we have uh, obviously around the corner. We've got network save, and then uh, we've got the West Ham DNA save as well. Which, to be honest, when I get when I get fired in Sweden again, we will we will kick off. Curti, this is this is this is me coming back. This is me sticking up for you now. <laughs> like this must make you feel good, right? Ready for this next network save? Um, Herb can't fucking tie down a job to save his life. I mean, after he has to tie all this stuff in a bag every day, you know, like. Come on, this must this must be a massive pep talk for you. Just watching this absolute. Awful, awful. Do you, do you know? Do you know what? I'm not, series of I'm, events. I'm, I'm not watching that. I'm not watching him going. Oh, I'm going to destroy him. I'm now starting to watch him like with with pity. Like, are you thinking? Like, should you really do a network save with him? <laughs> yes. Because I would like, be. I'm just what saying. Kind of, what kind of mental state is this man actually in? Do you know what I mean? It's like, is he okay? I'm, 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 yeah, that's what I'm worried about more than anything right now. He phoned me from a phone box this week. Just saying, right? <laughs> that's that's where he's at right now. And it was reverse dial as well. Exist. I had to take the, the the charge back. You know I mean? your, your number is only one digit out from the Samaritans, isn't it? And it's also probably on that phone box. 
You answered it and it was 0800 <laughs> reverse. <laughs> yeah. So in all seriousness, Herbie, are you, you alright? Are you okay? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're loving life. We found a club that's got some money. Uh, it, we're, we're winning the league at the moment, so it just okay. it was yeah. a journey to get there. Good league been, as well, isn't it? The Swedish cutting my teeth dog in and the duck. Swedish yeah, third league. division. Yeah. To be fair, you it's should be. Like the, the, it's more like the Bjorn and Kellex. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you should be used to shit leagues. You managed in the uh, the Scottish Premiership, so. Oi, oh, there we go. Shots fired. Have you got any ideas of the next two teams you're doing the network with? Oh, Dave, um, you weren't here no. when they announced it, didn't you? Yeah, so can you... Is it announced? Yeah, they no. announced it. Oh. I thought you were going not, to Dutch. Dude, shut up, man. We, 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 we Dutch is the top of the... We haven't announced it, but... Yeah. <sighs> Dutch is... The league is, is I think, going to be... Yeah, the I was so excited when I found out you guys were going double Dutch and I get to watch you Dutch ride all the time. That's a good good name for it. Title, it's not, I mate. Like it. It's not like Dutch Rudder. Urban, yeah. Urban Dictionary. That before you, what, before you go Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> no, not double Dutch. He's not about Rudder. the other one. Dutch Rudder. Oh, I Shall I tell you what a Dutch Rudder is? Let me tell you what it is Can now. We move on. So basically, what a Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much what Thanks it is. <laughs> yeah. Right, Joe. Let's move on before this gets out of hand. Yeah. What you been still up to? save updates? I've been asleep. Yeah, yeah. Lie. We're we're about twenty minutes into the party. We still the first time updates. we've all played the game for such a long yeah. period of time. Let's go. Okay, well I've continued with the PSV save, and yes, Curti, I have actually been playing it this week. Um, I finished the first season. Um, finished second behind IX. Um, I should have my second blog post out by the time this pod is out on Monday. I've nearly finished it. Just got a few graphical bits to put on there, but. I've enjoyed playing in Holland and the second season is really gearing up to be a good one. I've got a bundle of Brazilians in the van, shipped them over and I'm ready to go take it to Ajax. I say take it to Ajax because I've just played them in the uh, effectively the charity shield and lost to them. So I have a challenge still for this season. Um, financially, the club is in a fantastic place. We've like got 150 million in the bank. It's brilliant. Um, Sold a couple of star players, but I've replaced them with equally as good um, Brazilians. So yeah, it's it's going well. The PSV start with a big bank balance, then. I th- they've got about seventy-five million in the bank, um, but they've the their kind of player assets are massive. So um, I've just signed one of the wingers. I can't. Um, is it Bergwijn? I think his name is. But yeah. I just signed Spurs fifty million. Um, I sold the right back Dumfries. Um, I thought I got him on because he was wanted quite early in the season. I gave him a new contract and put a twenty-five million pound release clause in there. Bayern Munich came in, obviously offered that straight out, so he's gone. So I've probably generated over a hundred million in player sales from the first season. And as I say, I'm just currently recruiting my Brazilian talent to come in and uh, take over. I guess they got the money from um, this, they had quite a busy summer in the summer before as well, didn't they? IRL like Lozano went like selling Lozano and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So they the previous year they did kind of and they did bring some players in as well. So they they did spend some of that money. Um, and the, the squad is brilliant. It's got plenty of depth. You have got lots of great kind of youth talent, and the league is you know other than Ajax is a bit pony to be fair. But you know if you get in the Champions League, that's where the money is because you've got. I think my wage budget is about three hundred grand a week. So if you're in the Champions League, you know you're paying that off, you know out of your Champions League money really, mm. and then the rest of the prize money is, is yours for the taking. So I'm pretty sure it was second in the league. We won the equivalent of the FA Cup, um, and I'm pretty sure it was the knockouts or the quarters that we got to in the Champions League. Um, so I'm kind of taking that as a first season victory, and and as Herb says, the kind of next thing is. The, uh, the West Ham DNA save which we've been having a chat about and there's been a few people from last week talk about it from when we, we discussed it on the pod so quite looking forward to that as well uh, Who has been your uh, from from the save who has been your best player that you've not signed so a player that plays for PSV IRL So two players uh, the centre forward the, he, he started his career at Ajax but then went to Arsenal and then um, PSV had taken him back it was Danielle Marlon um, oh, yeah. I've been playing him in the game it looks like they've got him set as kind of like an inside forward playing from the left cutting in but I've played him as an advanced forward through the middle and he scored kind of he scored 30 goals before getting his legs snapped with about eight games to go um, so he's kind of he's had a little break before the season so um, 
he should come back firing on all cylinders, hopefully. And then I'm, I'll probably murder his name. I'm sure it's like Mohamed Ihatarian. Um, but I've been playing him as a CM on attack duty, and he loves a through ball. Uh, and he looks, I mean, he's only 17, but his attributes are phenomenal. Love it. Love it. Well, I've actually started uh, the Pentagon Challenge Whee! in Season 2. The update for Season 1 will be out on YouTube by the time this podcast is out. Uh, it took me a while to find a job, actually. A lot longer than, than expected. Um, I think um, I sort of set out of want, wanting to start in uh, South Africa. Uh, applied for a couple of jobs, couldn't do it. Um, and in the end, I, I think it took until about sort of uh, just after the new year in game to, to find my new job. And we're currently in China, uh, the first division of China. So uh, obviously the one after their premier division uh, and joined a team called, I'm going to butcher the, the pronunciation, uh, Mies Hu or Mies Hao. Uh, joined them with two games to go in the in the season. They needed to win both games to stay up, which I did. And then a full first season, we finished third in the league, just missing out on automatic promotion. So um, I'm still there at the moment in my uh, second full season in charge. And I think at this stage, it's just about getting my reputation as a manager up just to slowly but surely start building up. I think eventually I'll probably go back to Africa in the aim to win the first uh, Champions League. Um, one of my followers actually, though, when after I tweeted about it, they sent me a picture. They dare uh, they'd smashed it in about twelve seasons, the whole thing. What? Which uh, I was really, really uh, impressed with. I'm sure it was. Yeah, about it was. 12 I, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, when he yeah, tweeted, it was. Yeah. He, he smashed. He got his first one within sort of four or five years, and then he and then he sort of uh, really um, pressed on and, and and did the rest. And they actually did the African one last. That's the one that I'm aiming to do first, if I could. But um, yeah, so far so good. Going through the season quite quickly, and hopefully going to do like try and aim for a, an update a week on that. Um, but yeah, still with Mies Hao, we signed a, a Chinese lad because the, the registration rules are quite weird. You can only have um, four foreign players in in the uh, squad, um, and and well. Yeah, four foreign players, but one of those foreign players is actually uh, a country outside of China, such as Hong Kong or anything like that. So in theory, it's only three foreign players that you're allowed in a squad and only two can be in your starting eleven. So it's a little bit restricted, but once you get into the Super League, that's when you can start bringing in as many foreign players as you want, I think. Uh, but we signed Dong Dehee, who's a youth player at Wolves in real life, signed him and uh, he bagged 17 goals in the league, finished top goal scorer. So that was quite cool uh, to have someone that I, I sort of know of uh, from from real life, but um, not personally, obviously. Uh, but yeah, Pentagon Challenge, long way to go, but uh, some some good fun so far. Um, but yeah, let's move on now to the the main discussion. Yeah, on, can I just say one thing, on. just really quickly, and this is going to be serious now. Um, on the end of the month, we have uh, quite a big event happening at WeStream FM. I'm going to use this as a platform to quickly advertise that, if that's okay. As long as we've got no objections. Uh, commencing on the uh, on the 24th of January, the Friday, uh, myself and a few members of WeStream FM are going to be taking part on a marathon stream to raise money uh, for for charity, Bliss Charity, uh, in aid of my marathon run. Um, if you would like to come along, it will be live on my channel, uh, and all support would be <laughs> incredible. So thank you very much, and... Uh, you know, anything you can do would be More amazing. details will be released. Absolutely, but I just wanted to make sure um, you pop that in your diaries. It's it's going to be 48 hours long, so we need some support. I mean, Curry looks incredibly confused, but he's doing the night shift, so I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> literally the first I've heard of this. Yeah, because you've been always at work, isn't it, Curry? We'll talk later. Cheers, dude. Have you paid for that advertising segment? Yes. Um, I think you okay. told me it was 12p, uh, 12p every 30 seconds, right? Yeah, we've, turned down, we've turned down sponsors. Yeah. Okay. We don't sell out. It's yet, for charity. It's for charity. <laughs> anyway, captain, leader, legend. Dupe. Dupe. <laughs> Every team has one, and after listening to that Peter Crouch podcast episode about captains, we thought we could all relate when it comes to football manager. So, I suppose the first question should be, what do we look at in a captain for our teams or football manager? Go on, Kurt. Well, I mean, this might confuse people who haven't listened to the Peter Crouch podcast about captains, but ad administration should probably be uh, an attribute in the game because like some of the tasks that he was saying that captains do in IRL, like 
sorting out all the tickets for away games and stuff like that and divvying everything up and like organizing team nights out and stuff like that i mean it sounds like a ball lake uh, i haven't listened to that episode yet i feel like i don't need to now it's, it's quite funny because the, the episode itself is very good about captains but I do agree with Curtis what he's saying there because he was talking about being on the team bus dig it, having to give out t- tickets and all that but I remember hearing uh, I think it was Robbie Fowler and he talked about him and Jamie Carragher uh, no sorry Stephen Gerrard actually and he was talking about Jamie Carragher and him having to dish tickets at him because Jamie Carragher had loads of family that always wanted to go to the games they always used to get like say they got 60 tickets for the for an away game Carol would be like, oh, we've got 40 tickets now because he'd give 20 to his family <laughs> just to get them all in and to tell everyone else that they only got a limited number. But in Football Manager, but in yeah. Football Manager, I look for leadership and teamwork. The two attributes that are required. Correct, but some people, some people don't know that. What about oh. personality? Do you look at personality? Uh, I prefer looks over personality because I'm shallow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Fuck it out. The funny thing is, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I see my wife, man. She's fit, but she is dumb as fuck. So, like, for, for, for example, like, would you would you stick, a, say, a nineteen year old? Would you happily make a nineteen year old your captain if she could if be whatever she wants to be? <laughs> um, no, obviously, I, I think experience is key. Um, the problem I have, to be honest, with my captains is I do like to run a younger team. Uh, I am. Uh, always looking to get my average age as low as possible Um, and for me experience can come in different ways right so I have opted for my lead save for Issa Diop Issa Diop hasn't been with the club that long however I feel in a big setup like West Ham um, with some big players around him he, uh, you know, he's got high leadership, high teamwork, but I feel that he probably would be best suited for the job in my team. Can you see, because it's Diop talking about West Ham, which just kicked me off, that we are full of captains and like under 23 captains of, of national countries. Is there a way in game of seeing if your players are captains of national teams? Yes. Is that true? I don't know there is. is. I don't know how you do it, but I know there is. <sighs> Because that would be one. I think so it's I flagged I don't up. have a problem. Is it not when they? Young person. Is it not when they? Is it not when they announce that they're going? And it, and it states. I've never seen that before in game. Let me have a look. Right. I've got it on my surface pro. Is there, is there not like a, a you know like me. the club profile page where it says manager, captain, key player, yeah. youth prospect? Is there not a yeah, page like that for, uh, it, yeah. for for international nationals. teams? We're going to have to find out. No, because it, I, I think I, would, diff- I never looked at that before, but that's something I would do. Because I would play, I have no worries about age on on a captain. <laughs> oh, but right, I yeah. wouldn't put, um, are you making an age joke when you literally just said the words, I look <laughs> to get my team as young as possible and I didn't call you a nonce. Come on, man. Um, I w- Yeah, I don't mind. I wouldn't play a new player though as a captain. If I bring I'd- a new signing in, I wouldn't throw him in as a captain for a good couple of seasons. I was going to say, I obviously with hierarchy, the 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 dynamics and stuff now i generally only appoint players who have a decent influence as mm-hmm. well you know so whereas i used to just look at um leadership determination teamwork similar to dupe now i think there's a lot more factors to take into account agree i mean, was way bigger than it i think for me it's difficult because I'm not going to lie to you. Again, a lot of the times I'm I'm doing a lower league team or a team with not the most money in the world. So uh, for me, squad turnover is huge. So I don't normally have much choice of I want them to bed in. Look at IRL. Look at Manchester United. Um, Harry Maguire. They've they've they're going to make him permanent captain. He's been there six months. You know, is that long enough? I think it can be because if you if you're good enough, you're old enough. If you've been there long, you know. If you are good enough, why not? I was going to ask you about Isadie up there, dude, mm-hmm. because would you take into consideration does he talk, does he speak the language? He does speak the language, but is that something you would look at when you're appointing a captain? No. Because you could have twenty leadership, twenty teamwork, but if they're not fluent in the language that yeah you know, most of the other players would, would you take that into consideration? 
I would take into consideration. However, I didn't take it into consideration for this. As as you probably know, uh, a newly promoted side in the Premier League, um, English players aren't cheap. So I have literally exploited the 17 foreign player rules and the majority of my team aren't English. So where would you go with that? If you haven't got a, a core of, you know, set languages, would 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 it be best? What do you go for? What do you go for? Which language would you go for? Would you still go for English because they communicate with you? I think you'd still, yeah, I think you'd still look at what, you know, if English was the, the predominant language, that's you're probably going to find that all the players are going to start learning that because you'd send in on, sending them on intensive language courses. So I'd go, I'd still probably go for someone that spoke English. Mm. It's just something I've, I've, I've never really thought of it no, myself. Never, it was only when, I, when I was thinking about this that I did wonder when you said this idea, I thought, oh, so he's young, he's new into your squad and potentially might not be fluent in English. Well, so it's just a question that came off the top of my head. He is young. He's been in my in my squad now 18 months and I made him captain starter this season um, because we we lost Click, which was our captain previously. Um, but I, I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I solely did it on the fact that his leadership's very high, his teamwork's very high and I know that he is one of my first players on the team sheet. He's somebody that I can rely on. He's somebody that plays very well for me. And it was just that extra little bit of a morale boost, whether that's actually true or not. But, you know, we've, we've had a few discussions this week about things in game that may be true or not. But whether giving somebody the captaincy makes them a bit more mature, I don't know. But in game, he's 26. You know, that's, that's not too young for a captain. It's a great age. Hmm. And now I completely... Oh, no, what I was going to say is, you know when you get recommended for who your captain and vice-captain would be? Mm. That's not always the person with the highest teamwork or leadership. So is there something else that the game is calculating? Because that's the advice you're being given mm. when, you know, as I say, we're talking about teamwork and leadership being those qualities you want to look for. But what's the game looking for? I can only... If it's not, if it's not identifying those players. I can only assume it's like a group of KPIs this guy hit. Moneyball. Just refer referring to that, um, like when you take over a club, and obviously there's a uh, an established captain in place, um, and maybe you think he's not going to play as many games as someone else in your squad. Would you would you uh, just leave the captaincy on them for that first season? Or would you just tear it away from them at the risk of upsetting the squad? Seeing as you know, as you've just walked in the door. There's two ways of looking at it. That wasn't my next point, but I'll just quickly say, like, the squad's already morale down in the dumps anyway, if you're taking over a new role, right? Nine times out of ten. I mean, if you're, if you're Herbs, you're, you're only going to... There's no point even setting a captain. You're only going to be there a week or two. But, like, they're down in the dumps anyway. So do you just bite the bullet and just say, right, we're going to remove you as captain and this is my reign, this is how we're going to do it? Because um, that's a valid point. Or do you, do you just go, right... We'll stick with you if you're not. Even if you're not going to play, even off the field, you're going to be the man. Um, I've done it in the past where my way is the highway. We'll just pick who we want. But one thing I never do, and this is probably really bad, I never tell the captain that I'm going to take the captaincy off the captain. Oh, coward weasel! No, I'm not a coward. I don't need to explain myself. Right, that's my decision, and he lives by my sword. He does. Nah, that's a good, uh, that was a good question, Kurt, because I think that um, sort of moves us on to the next question as well, which is about, obviously, player react, uh, interaction and so on. Um, I, I don't think people are happy that I've moved on, but, you know, uh, player interaction and so on, obviously, you're getting that option of asking your captain to speak to uh, the player before you have a conversation. So I think even if you're not playing the ex-player uh, and he's your captain, I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why you may keep him as your captain. If I was hosting, I would have let that play out. Just, just saying. I don't. Yellow. There's a competition. Katie was hosting for two weeks. I think he's a bit jealous that you're doing it again, Dave. Cheers, sir. Cheers. I like you up there. I, I prefer Dave. Um, I've just completely forgot what I was going to say then. You've absolutely wiped it. Okay, so last year, massively over, uh, overpowered, right? 
last year. Yeah. I mean, you just you just give it to your captain. Your captain would sort it out. This year, I think they've kind of dialed that back a little bit. Um, and I found that at times previously, they you know I've gone with them and they've gone now nah, we can't sort that out or actually I don't feel comfortable talking to them or actually um, I'll talk to them but I you know I think it'll be better coming from you. Um, but I think that that is kind of where it needs to be now. That was not that was never my experience of it being it was never overpowered in any of my saves. Like Maybe. I remember I remember talking to uh, yourself and Teach about this and you I think you were both on the same page with it surprisingly. Um, but um, I, I never had the sort of joy that you guys were having with it. So I I try and use my captain to talk to talk players down and you know talk them into signing new deals or whatever and uh, it never it never materialized the same way it was for you guys difference between good managers and great right he prefers not to speak um i found with that and i probably i don't know when i when i've looked into it a bit more i can probably explain my theory on why it didn't work for curtsy now much like long throws, if you've got an attribute of over 15 for leadership, I think that influences what response you get from from that because what I've been noticing, so when, when I played the Network Save with Raz, so we're going to go back a couple of editions again, you know, we have to mention it every week, he had um, Gargo as his captain. Every single time someone come to him with something, he'd just give it to Gargo and it, every time it worked. And but he, you know, his influence on that team was massive. I think it's got something to do with the leadership attribute, the reputation of the club and the player. And I think that's how it does it. So if you're playing, if you was playing with shots, for instance, and you've got someone with, I don't know, 12, 13 leadership, I don't think because of that, the type of professional that they are, or maybe their their reputation. I don't know, in, in the country standing or something like that, I think that has an impact on how influential they are as a player. Because I, I've noticed when, I, when I've been playing um, League One and things like that, I would get a lot of it where I'd be going to players and saying, can you speak to them? And they'd say, oh, I don't think it's right for me to speak to them. It should be for the manager. Now I'm playing with PSV and I've got Nick Nick Vergier. Um, he's got 15 leadership. Every conversation I go to, he talks them, talks them down. I think this year it, it has been tweaked back because of the, the playing time pathways. And I'm not sure if they play more of a of a role because I've had it where I I take most of I refuse to spot like Doop says I'm in a club for four weeks so I take most of the conversations with players and so many of them now are based on the playing time pathways and that being correct. Uh, I also have no joy with trying to convince them to change that, but I wonder if that's been added in as one of the metrics to to take into account because a lot of it and it always is is players moaning about not getting the game time that they want and I know actually in your um, your squad views Joe you've got it in there you can see whether you're matching their pathways whether you need to change it or not but yeah I wonder if it's been tweaked back or something's been added to that mix this year because I'm finding players aren't getting anywhere with those sort of things there's so many there is so many um, variables I think stuff with the hierarchy stuff with the social groups you know, so many factors that can affect that sort of thing. Like Curtis said earlier, uh, uh, Dupe and Teach had so much joy with it the last couple of years. I never hit the success. Like, I very rarely found it worked for me. Uh, this year, to be fair, I've used it a couple of times. But again, I think it's just depended on the situation and depending on the type of player. Um, I've had a hit. I've had it hit and miss. Um, so maybe that does. You know, who who you pick as captain does. Uh, alter that, um, but but who knows? Is uh, there has there been anybody anybody you guys have had as captain on Football Manager, and it's been that memorable? You just you know they they were your El Capitano, they were the man. If anyone ever asks you about a Football Manager captain or in real life as well, um, who for you lot are, are an iconic captain? For me, I are well. I mean, I'm not I'm not one of. I mean, I love Football Manager to pieces, right? And I'm a bit of a nerd with it, as you can probably guess, as we do a podcast every week about Football Manager. I can't say that I can remember my most outstanding captains, um, to be honest. But IRL, as a Manchester United fan, my vote would have to go for Roy Keane. The 1999 semi-final against Juventus in Turin, he absolutely pulled that team through, even though he knew... 
because he got a he got a yellow card which ruled him out of the final. He knew he wasn't going to be in that final potentially to lift uh, to to win that treble, but he did enough and he dragged that team through. Uh, and then again, another captain at United. I'd have to say Vidic. Vidic was an awesome captain until until he played Fernando Torres. But we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't attach like I don't attach as much importance to the captaincy as uh, like some some people or some parts of even the media and stuff like that. I mean, you know, the England captaincy is especially like they go on about it like it's uh, I don't know, like it's sort of next to god or whatever but i just don't i don't think like i think I, I prefer the italian model they just they just make whoever's captain on the day like whoever's got the most caps um whoever's you know whoever's playing so in football manager i don't really attach that much importance to the captaincy obviously i'd pick the best candidate for the team that i'm playing as i think you'd be you know you'd probably be foolish not to um but i'll be honest i I don't really remember any of my players as being like amazing captains. I remember players being amazing players, but not necessarily like attached to that to that captain uh, with the captain tag. Do you wonder if there should be more interaction between a manager and a captain within the game? So you got like your touchline shouts and stuff. Because if you think about of captains and and captains that drag teams and try and turn games around like Dupe's saying and I will say like Mark Noble will do when he's on the pitch and you want to see someone doing something should you be able to indi- like pull your captain aside or do your individual talk to your captain and if he has the right attributes that he does try and shape the game and you see that some way within the match engine pass him a handwritten a note yeah <laughs> I mean that's a good shout though yeah. but obviously you've got the code of conduct now as well which the captain you can give to the captain to decide what's fair, can't you? So that's yeah. that is kind of bringing them in a little bit. Um, I had Jorge Mayer as my centre for Villarreal, and literally had him from the first season all the way to the last season. And I probably could have replaced him with someone with better attributes, but he kind of become the rock of my Villarreal side. So I do. I always think back and go, you know, I, st- I look at him every time I have an FM save. I'm always looking at him, going, oh, could I bring him in? Because I just he become my my leader the whole way through, and it was kind of part of the story. But other than that, I couldn't say I've I've had like one person where I've gone, oh yeah, he was a fantastic captain for me and football manager. But yeah, Jorge Mayer was my my go to back in the Villarreal save. Do you think? Um, uh, do you think in game it would be or like or even not necessarily in game? You know, throughout the week, like you say, increase the in- interaction between yourself and the captain. Like you could get captain's feed, like you do with the assistant manager. You get captain's feedback as well, almost. So obviously, you and the assistant manager will be looking at the squad um, from the position of a manager, whereas the captain, he's kind of in amongst it. He's he's one of the lads. He's one of the boys. He could possibly give you a you know there could be a, some sort of feedback um, route back to you um with regards to how things are like in terms of morale or like on the pitch or or, or something something like that some sort of um some sort of conversation i think i was about to say like the morale that's if you're looking at somewhere something that's massively important in the game and is difficult to turn around is there more work you could do around that part and how then your kind of team bonding training sessions impact that and what he's saying about certain players and why they're not moving around the dyna- the hierarchies. So if you've got your social groups and your hierarchies, you've kind of got all the, the framework, you've got the data there. How do you add some more interaction in there with through your captain necessarily to, to try and help the morale, especially if you're in positions where morale is tanking, like what can you do to try and bring the kind of boys together to turn stuff around? It's kind of like when you do the team bonding training sessions, like they should come back and say, oh, this is what this we want to do. Yeah. You know, or this is your choice or, or this is, you know, actually it was really good to, to go out the on a Tuesday night because we have Wednesday off training and, you know, get a bit of feedback there. But I was just thinking about before FM20, I, I can't even, what was it called before it was mentoring groups? Mentoring? Yeah, it was just, because you'd go to a player, wouldn't you? Say, I want to take you take them under your yeah, wing, or whatever just, it was. It was just tutoring, yeah, tutoring, man, yeah. tutoring. That was it. And like Mark Noble, for instance, as like a model citizen or whatever it was, you if you had your next captain coming through or the, like you know your next player, you'd get him to do it because his personality trait would, you know, 
go it would the other player would kind of learn that if they if they were yeah. willing to learn it so you could end up you know, I know it become a bit overpowered where if you had driven players mentoring yeah. players you turn all your players into driven and you know you just it was a bit of a bit of a cheat code but I think things like that where where you can kind of say look take him under your wing because we you know we've got high hopes for him you know and and see if he can uh, rub off on him <laughs> <laughs> what would be uh, what would be interesting? I know they couldn't do it with real life players, but obviously with with new gens, would be like uh, you know where your captain comes to you and says, "Oh, you know our, our big striker Dave, he's having a he's having some problems at home with the misses. He was caught out like in a nightclub, <laughs> copping off with some bird, and like you know Dave's morale's taking a dip, and you're kind of wondering why because he's he scored a couple of goals recently, so he should be all right, but." Just like added an extra element to the game, and I appreciate that would massively complicate issues, but it certainly would. It certainly would uh, sort of give it a bit more of a personal touch, and 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 be able to sort of create a bit more of a narrative for you throughout the save, rather than just it being football. You know, it kind of humanizes these 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 electronically created players. Um, Mm -hmm. And why they couldn't do that? Why? Licensing. <laughs> you can have can not have Cristiano Ronaldo seen to be in a nightclub. With no, a but obviously you couldn't woman. do that with real. Well, players, the last time like, he did that, he got fucked, didn't he? But with but with new, you know, with the new gens and stuff like <laughs> that, it, it really could add an extra layer to the game and like yeah. mm. properly connecting with with these players. You know, we all, we all sort of have new gens that we all remember, but you, you imagine. You imagine if, like, you properly took one under under your wing and got him through his divorce, and you know, <laughs> he's now living you. in the country with his dogs. So, I, mean, I mean, there's a, I think mean, there's a, a kind of a, a, a moment where you need to take a step back from from that idea, Kurt. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I just think it's fucking terrible. No, I think like, um, but how far do you go with that? Do you know what I mean? Like. Oh, my star striker is, you know, he's, he can't play this week because his nan's died. But I mean, we you get, know, we get it to you that you sucked off a horse. <laughs> we get, we get a new version every year, so you can go as far as you want. You know, you can, you can start small and 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 make increments every year. I mean, Just you put it on the, the forums and see what it does. Um, or they could put it, put it in the game, and then it'll be in there the following year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's just yeah. I don't know I, you know. I mean I I can't wait till next year, right? One on ones isn't fixed, but I tell you what, Big Dave gets fucking divorced, and you know about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine the outrage, Kurt. <laughs> but it's all about engagement. It's all about engagement um, and divorce. <laughs> it's all about engagement, <laughs> and and I, I just think like poss- possibly humanising the, the certainly the new gens a little bit more would help with that engagement. That's all. I like it. I like it a lot. Anyway, anyone got anything to add before we move on? No. Most iconic captain. Go on. Oh. Quick fire round. Who's, who's your favourite captain ever? Connor Cody. Libero. Brilliant. Anyone else? Any more for any more? I, I've said Keno. Who's a Keno? Champ's not even interested. I just think, him. I don't know, like Maradona. Probably, like dragging Argentina to a World Cup, like, be fantastic on a night out. Dragging exactly. his nose across that line, <laughs> cracking be, director of that little well, feature. So. Yeah, Stuart uh, Pearce. Stuart Pearce. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I actually think Tony Adams. I mean, yeah. He's yeah. one of the standouts for me. He's like proper old school. Beautiful. Herb, anyone? No. Nah, I don't. I don't think I've like iconic captains. Like Herb doesn't like football. He doesn't like squad numbers. He doesn't like obviously, captains. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to Bobby Moore as well because obviously you know, oh, yeah. captain of our World Cup winning side. So. Legend. Wait, did Legend. England win the World Cup? West Ham won the West World Ham Cup. West Ham won the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, apparently. Right, Dupe is on quiz duty this week. Dupe, we're hoping for a big one. Okay, so as um. As it's been quite apparent this week, captains. So we're going to do a quick fire captains round. I'm going to go round in the circle. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you a football club and I want to know their captains. Now, I'm going to make it a little bit easier for you. (laughs) Fucking hate football. 
Yep. It's just the Premier League, boys. Yeah, but that makes it worse <laughs> for me because then it's like you should know the answer to this. Okay. Oh. Question number one. Curti, you're first. Liverpool. Jordan Henderson. Correct. Oh. Herb, you're second. And who is second in the Premier League at the moment? Leicester City. Who's their captain? Quick fire round, he said. And whilst Herb thinks, I will just say one thing. All this data has been collated from Wikipedia. I don't know all the captains. If it's wrong, I'm yeah. sorry, but we're going with what's on my sheet. Everyone's just going to Wikipedia right now. Yeah. As I mean, of... Oh, yeah, it's a lie. It wasn't know. Wikipedia. As of today, this is the captain's list I've got. Have a guess. I, think, I yeah, feel like Herb's had quite a lot of time for this Body. Incorrect. Wes Morgan. Defender. Yeah, I thought it was Wes Morgan, but then I couldn't remember if he still played there or not. Captain. Joe. City. Lewis. Man City. Oh. I mean, I thought this would be quite easy. Are you not opening it up to the floor? So, so no. Was it, um, no. Is it David Silva? It is, you're right. What do you want me to open up to the floor, mate? I'm just saying, if someone gets it wrong, I feel like the, it should be no, open. It's quick to fire. It. It's quick oh. fire. Well, let's see. Let's see. I, I can open it up. There's no no, no Viking Daniel, so everyone has a guess. Dave. Let's get it over as quick as possible. Yeah. Ooh, Chelsea. Ooh. Um, Chelsea. I'm going to go with Azpilicueta. Can you spell it for me? A-Z. You got it right. Shut up. Curti. The greatest football team in the world, Manchester United. Ashley Young. Correct, Omundo. As of the moment, he is the permanent oh, captain. <laughs> Herb, I mean, as you can probably guess, I'm doing this in the Premier League order as we speak. I, I feel you got stitched up here. Sheffield United. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. I know this. I don't even know any Sheffield United. I mean, just got to be, just, just got to be on, on the point, mate. Let's guess. Um... I don't. I don't actually know who plays for Sheffield United. I mean, I prefer not to speak. You're not. You're not even going to give a guess. No, I'm abstaining from the quiz. Okay. I mean, easy ones. There isn't. There isn't a bonus point. But um, anybody would like to guess? Is it Billy Sharp or Egan? It it is Billy Sharp. Joe. Wolves. Connor Cody. Connor hey. Cody is correct. Oh. Dave Eads. Gave him the answer. Yep. Cotton Hotspur. Hmm. Oh, oh Kane, is it? Incorrect. Kane. Anybody else like a guess? Hugo Lloris. Yeah. Drink driver himself. Leading from the oh, front. Oh, wasn't Kane? Shit. Kurt Dog. Crystal Palace. <laughs> Herbs should know this. Oh, oh, it's um. Just waiting for Wikipedia to load. No, what's his fucking name? That's what I'm asking for. Oh. What are you up to this week? What are you up to this weekend, lads? Anything else? <laughs> 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 I can't remember his name. Go on. Okay, anybody like to take a guess? It's not a bonus point. Is it Luca Millelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
Hoiberg is correct. It's captain. That's what Wikipedia says. Um, <sighs> who was that? That was your go, wasn't it, Dave? You got that wrong. So, okay, yeah. we're back round to you. Ready? Yes. The Angel of the North. Newcastle. Oh, I know this one as well. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, gee, I think I do. Oh, this one's easy, As Curtie thinks, we are kind of midway here. Um, Curtie's got two points. Herb's got one. Joe's got two. Dave's got one. We're all to play for. I think this is wrong. Okay, well, don't say it then. Is it John Joe? That is wrong. Anybody else like a guess? Lascelles. Lascelles. Correct. Oh, come on. I've got two of them ones. Her Herb Dog. <laughs> Brighton. Oh, get fucked. Apps, get out of here. What are you even doing? I don't even know who plays for Brighton. I know Crystal Palace and Newcastle. I've done saves with them. Um, Brighton. I'm literally just going down the Premier League and it's just like... Yeah, I, I know. It's just worked out really badly. But you can say you're going to give Kurt easy ones. And okay, he's not got them right, so... But I knew them. I am going to have to right. rush you because I need to poo, so... So that's the noise he's going to make as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anyone. Is that a pass? No, wait. Oh, come on. Would you Lord. like a clue? Yeah. What do you do Hurry with up. basketball? No, well, I wasn't actually going to give him a clue. Oh. It's a massive clue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I was going to... I don't, I don't know any player players. Pass he's, again. He's got the same first name as me. Dave? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would like a guess? Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk. Correct. Joe. Okay, what are you, what are you oh my God in for? You just got the last two wrong that I got right, so shut your face, yeah? Keep it stum. Joe. <laughs> yes, mate. Burnley. Oh, no, I should get this as well, shouldn't you, I? You need Correct. Oh, you had to get it. I would have said Tarks. Dave. Yeah. The greatest team in the Midlands. Better not be Villa. Aston Villa. <laughs> No, that's a lie. Sorry, you get West Ham. It's literally those doppelgangers. Yeah, Who is it? West Ham. You get West Ham, yeah. What? He's, he's got West Ham. It's not in order, They're 16th. Okay. Burnley are 15th, West Ham are 16th. Oh, Noble. Cheers for noble. the next answer, though. Okay. Villa. Is it Jack Grealish? No. Oh. Cheers for the next answer. Anyone want to guess? Uh, Man. What team? Mings. What? Uh, McGuinn. Man. Man. Uh, fill, fill the gaps in. The best team in the Chester, world. James Chester. Chester. Okay, so. Play. He don't, well, he's captain. Right. Herb, this is the last round, and Joe's currently on three, so he could win this. So, Herb, you can't win this, but give it a go. Bournemouth. Who is the captain of Bournemouth? Oh, someone rubbish. It's got two first names. I mean, I just feel like pity now. It's Callum Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's two first names. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> like I want to give you a bonus point for that, but no, anyone want to guess? Is it Steve Francis? Not Steve Francis, no. Simon Francis. Steve Cook. No? Simon Francis. Uh, yeah. It's fine. Who? Right, Joe. Hello. Watford. Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney is correct. Deeney. David. No. Yes, David. Norwich. Tim. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Grant Hanley. Good shout, David. Okay. Actually. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that's. Oh, that's I actually thought it was Tim. That's Cole. all oh. twenty. Um, in last place, Harry Potter. Hey. In Herb. In third place, Mr. Kurt Dog. In second place, Mr. Azapardi on three. And in first place, Joe got them all bloody right. Anyway, tiebreaker. Because I wrote I a tiebreaker. I don't know. Fuck knows. It's only a quiz. Um, <laughs> this should be Stewart's inquiry here with his scoring system. VAR. Fuck VAR. Washington. Who did you get wrong, Joe? Washington. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which captain... A throwback to an early point. <laughs> which captain has lifted the Premier League title the most times? Pass his finger first for a prize. Company. No. 
Silver. No. John Terry. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well. Well done. Wait, what? Hang on. He lifted. Winner takes it all. He lifted his fifth Premier League title in 2017. Company lifted his fourth Premier League title oh. last Ooh. season. Did you said there was so. a prize. Yes. Is there a prize for ambiguous question? I you win off those twenty. Absolutely, fuck all. Thank you very much, Doop. That's all right. Mm. Congratulations to Joe. Great quiz, Doop. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much, everyone. Right, that brings an end to episode 125. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account and WeStreamFM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where you'll find all the latest FM20 content and more. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and flat platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Bye. everybody.